Hello, everyone. Welcome to 10-Minute Money. I am John Dyer, and as always, I'm joined with Paul Erickson. Paul and I are independent financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan. We're an independent RIA, and we specialize in helping our clients with financial planning and wealth management. And today we thought it would be great to follow up with our last podcast and talk to a nurse with one of our local health departments, and she's going to fill us in on what's been happening uh, with the COVID-19 virus and uh, how we can protect ourselves and some some myths that we have been hearing. Paul, how's it going today? Yeah, it's going great, John. I feel like last Friday, we were at least in the office together, six feet apart. Now, I feel like we're both in our home offices, you know, <laughs> three miles apart. Yeah. We are definitely in a social distancing mode here, and hopefully we'll get uh, through this and be back together doing the podcast back in our office uh, in, a, in, in a month or two here. Yeah, it's a, a little bit different today. Yeah, we're in super quarantine mode. Yes, it sure is. So. You know, I feel, and I feel like officially now we're, we're in a bear market. You know, I think the... I think technically it, it went all the way down to 35% below its all-time high. And we're, we're, after being in the longest bull market in history, I find it a little ironic that we had the quickest bear market in history. <laughs> you know, it only took a couple of weeks and we were in a bear market. Right, right. And uh, we, we did do a podcast on the bear market, which I'm going to send yeah. out to everybody next week uh so i'll send that out again but yeah quickly what a what a crazy week it seems like the last three weeks have been three months this week we had a good week in the market um based on uh or because of the uh the legislation that's gonna come through here uh it's not finalized yet yeah i agree no i i think the fiscal stimulus is is a step in the right direction for sure. I like it, and I think it will help a lot of small businesses and a lot of workers who need some assistance. I agree. I, I think that we the, the government had to do something to yeah. put to to keep these small businesses alive. A lot of uh, of the small restaurants. Only had a only have about two weeks worth of cash to keep right. keep their businesses going. It's the restaurant business has really tight margins as it is, and they really needed this. And it looks like there's they're gonna have um, there's gonna be loans available that will be forgivable if they keep a percentage of their staff in place. So and that's gonna go toward a lot of small businesses and and hopefully. Um, it keeps the economy going long enough uh, to get through this. So, right, yeah, I do think it'll help at least keep those those workers at the restaurants and in the service industry able to pay bills for at least a few more weeks here until I'm praying by you know sometime mid or late April we start to see this curve flatten and 
you know, we can have some sort of a time frame. We would have a better idea of a time frame when we can get these businesses back up and running. Yeah. So we we think. I mean, we don't want to put. Uh, we don't. No one knows the exact time frame, but we do know the market's going to be highly highly volatile, and we're going to see some more lows in the market until the the curve everybody's talking about starts trending the other direction and there's there's um less cases every day so until that happens we're we're gonna still see everyone's asking everyone you know i i got questions from a lot of clients this week thinking that this was over with um but i i try to remind everyone it's not until the the curve goes down I agree. Until we at least have peak virus in Italy, in Europe, you know, especially Italy, then we can have an idea when we should be peaking here in the, in the United States. But this is a global uh, pandemic, they're calling it. I mean, and, and I think it's also a global recession. I think there's no country that's avoiding this. And it's it's a unique time. And it's, I mean, it's a painful time for a lot of us to watch, you know, our own accounts you know, tumble in, in value like that. I mean, it's very emotional and it's and it's very real. It hurts to see that. Right. I just want to make sure uh, our clients and if there's other people listening, you know, that, I mean, feel free to give us a call if you want to talk about this. We don't want to see people make bad decisions in this environment. And I think when emotions grab you, people start to think about, the short term instead of a longer term perspective that if this money that they have invested, they just saw, you know, a lot of our clients are down, you know, 15% and it hurts to see that and see that account value drop so quick. Um, but if they can keep a long term perspective, John, I think it can really help people stay the course here and know that, you know, this, these retirement assets are for decades in a lot of cases and that we will get through this and most likely look back as a great buying opportunity. All these bear markets are such great buying opportunities. And I think we've even tried with some of our clients to help pull up the quality line, you know, to, to sell lesser quality stocks and, and buy higher quality stocks at this point. Well said. Well said. So without further ado, uh, I think it's a good time to bring in our friend, our friend, Nurse Laura, because um, she's going to shed a little light on uh, a lot of questions we have. Um, I I know there's a lot of information out there and and it's hard to know what information is good information, what isn't. So uh, I think Nurse Laura will be able to... um, give us some uh some good information and just just kind of put things into perspective a little bit for us so without further ado uh here's nurse laura hi nurse laura how are you i'm just fine john how are you i'm doing well so uh paul and i thought you can uh shed some light here for everyone listening and some some questions we're seeing and uh, about the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19. Uh, so we thought, what better uh, better person to ask than you? How many years experience do you have 
uh, as a nurse? Over 30 years. Over 30 wow. years. Wow, that, that is awesome. So you, you are very familiar with the common flu and, um, and, and how to protect ourselves from, from getting sick. So one, one thing uh, that we've heard uh, that people think they have COVID-19, um, but they may not. They may have the flu. It's flu season. It's allergy season. So what are some, some signs or symptoms that people have of, of COVID-19? major distinctive symptom of COVID-19 is that you will have a fever of 100.4 or greater orally. It's usually a dry, persistent cough as opposed to a moist cough you will have with the flu or sinus issues. You will also have excessive or unusual rapid onset of shortness of breath, not necessarily when you're up and running, but just sitting at home and you have an unusual or rapid onset of shortness of breath. Those are generally the distinctive symptoms of COVID-19. When should you be tested? Well, there is up to a five-day incubation period from the time of exposure to the virus to the onset of symptoms. Uh, you must uh, contact your healthcare provider if you have any of the above symptoms. Emergency warning signs, though, when you need immediate medical attention are trouble breathing, persistent pain or pressure in your chest, new onset confusion or inability to be aroused, bluish lips or face. So... This week, uh, my youngest daughter uh, on Monday woke up with a fever. Uh, it was about a hundred degree fever, and um, we uh, obviously we started panicking because <laughs> we thought the worst. So we gave her some some Motrin, and then I go online and I read that if we if they have this virus that they they shouldn't be we shouldn't be giving her Motrin, and we started freaking out. Everything ended up turning out okay. I mean, she was fine. She just, she's been teething. Um, she's about 18 months old. So it wasn't, it actually did help her. The fever came down and she was fine. But what, what do you, what is your, uh, is that true? Does, does Motrin or Advil, can it be detrimental to COVID-19 patients? This is not true. That was a report that came out from France back on the 18th of March. It has been verified through the World Health Organization that anti-inflammatories such as Motrin or Advil are safe to use if you have contracted COVID-19. You must check, of course, with your healthcare provider. Some of the over-the-counter medications can interact with your prescribed medication. But again, anti-inflammatories such as Motrin, Advil, and even Tylenol are safe to use if you have contracted COVID-19 or if you have a fever, aches, or pain. But again, check with your health care provider. And that was one of the first questions I was going to ask you about your daughter. Is she teething? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah she's, uh, she almost gnawed off two of her fingers. So, yeah, she's been uh, biting <laughs> everything in sight. So, um, 
So uh, the, the other thing uh, we hear a lot about is the social distancing. And there's been some uh, some criticizing uh, about social distancing. Uh, what do you re- recommend? Well, according to the current study, uh, COVID-19 is thought to be spread by respiratory droplets or co- direct contact with contaminated services. Respiratory droplets enter the air when someone sneezes or coughs. It can project up to 10 feet, depending on how forceful the cough or the sneeze is expelled. In general, with normal air exchange and movement, these droplets will only travel four to six feet, hence the six-feet rule. It is always best to stay away from someone who is coughing and sneezing at any time of the year. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, And I I think after this is all over, I think hopefully everybody – and we heard this a little bit last night with Dr. Fauci um, when during the 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 the, the uh, presidential press conference, uh, mentioning that hopefully everybody will practice this after this is all over, and we can see the actual flu numbers go down as well after this. So um, we have should we should have been practicing all of these things that we're talking about today our entire life. It's just that we haven't been doing that. We've been a little laxed in our hygiene, and that's why this has taken off. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So what are some things that we can do to protect ourselves? Well, the most important thing right now is, is to listen to what the, uh, the government, uh, particularly our governor, is saying, is to stay inside. Stay away from others who may have the virus. This is why we need to stay home to help prevent the spread. Avoid close contact with others, especially those that you are unfamiliar with. One of the biggest things that we need to do, and this will help prevent all sorts of things, like even hepatitis A, is wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Uh, if soap and water are not available, you may use hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. Cover all the surfaces of your hands and rub them together until they're dry. Hand sanitizer is not and never has been a replacement for a good full 20-second hand washing with soap and water. If you need to cough or sneeze, please do it in an elbow or in a tissue. You must discard the tissue immediately in the garbage. You must also wash your hands for 20 seconds afterwards, or at the very least, use hand sanitizer, 60% alcohol. You need to avoid touching your face with your hands or anything else, glasses or anything else that comes in contact with your face or any oral membranes. Uh, or mucal membrane. Uh, these objects need to be cleaned thoroughly before they come in contact with your face, your nose, your, or your eyes. Uh, if you are ill, you must wear a face mask if you are going to be around other people. Wearing a face mask will not protect you unless it's an N95 or an N99 and changed every day. Regular face masks will not prevent the virus from entering your body. Wearing gloves will not prevent the spread or you receiving the virus. 
if you are if they are not removed, hands washed for 20 seconds, and gloves replaced after touching every different type of surface. Not adhering to proper hand hygiene will just spread the virus more and continue the epidemic. Wash and disinfect frequently touch surfaces. Hot water and detergent are great for washing. You may also then disinfect with something such as Lysol. You may also use a mild bleach solution of five tablespoons or one-third cup of bleach to a gallon of warm water or four teaspoons of bleach per quart of warm water. If you do not feel comfortable using bleach, alcohol is a wonderful substitute, but it must be 90% alcohol. So... What what can we do to boost our immune system uh, right now? So those are great ways to pre- help prevent uh, us getting it. But what what can we do to to uh, maybe lessen the effect of the virus? Well, uh, you can do five things to help promote your immune system. Something we should be doing all the time. You must drink plenty of water. For most people, two liters a day is sufficient. But please contact your uh, a healthcare provider who may be on some restrictions of fluids. Eat nutritious nutritious Along with water, your body needs protein. It needs fruits and vegetables to help build up the immune system. So protein, fruits, and vegetables. You must get eight hours of straight sleep a night. This is when your body rebuilds and repairs its tissue and immune system. This will help you deal with the stress that you may be feeling. Turn off the TV, the cell phone, Facebook, and the computer. You must stay active. Go outside, take a walk, walk around the house. Do not sit, lay down, or remain inactive for long lengths of time. Activity helps build your immune system. And maintain good bowel activity. Well, I think those are all good things that we can do. Uh, we really appreciate you taking some time out of, out of the day today. I know you're really busy right now, and uh, keep up everything you're doing. Um, with- yeah, thank you, Nurse Laura. I think on behalf of a lot of people in the community and the county you're serving, we do appreciate everything you do i know you're on the front line of this but god bless you we do thank god for you and all of the nurses and healthcare professionals just really appreciate everything you do thank you very much i hope you guys stay healthy and stay safe you too thanks thanks nurse laura thank you that was great uh hearing from nurse laura we really appreciate her uh, what what do you think? Uh, where do you think we're headed uh, in the next few weeks here, Paul? You know, um, nobody really knows how long this bear market will last, uh, and I and I think you know typically there it could be anywhere from six to twelve months. Even we could be moving around in this again. I think it's so key for the market to see where when we hit this peak number. And I do believe in the coming weeks, I really, I really believe we will see that peak number. Uh, but I think there's going to be a lot of pain and suffering in the next couple of weeks. Uh, as a country, we're going to witness a lot of that. And it's not going to be easy, but I do think it's important that we don't let all the 
the negative news paralyze us. I think even in this environment, we've all got a part to play in this. I'm, I think, you know, a lot of us are trying to help senior citizens in our neighborhood or that we know, and, you know, I'm, I've dropped off milk and food for seniors on their front porch and just to keep them out of the stores. Uh, but I do think it's important you don't let this paralyze you right now. I totally agree with you. I think that um, it's a good time for everyone to do some uh, self-reflection and just yeah. look inside and, and kind of um, see how we can be better coming out of this. Yeah, yeah I think that's very true. So, you know, I, yeah, I spent a lot of years at Sacred Heart Seminary in Detroit, and I still... Uh, I take my faith pretty seriously, and I do believe we're in God's hands and we're going to get through this time. Uh, financially speaking, uh, there's, there's more millionaires made in a bear market than a bull market. And so I, I don't think it's a bad idea to nibble at a few high-quality U.S. companies. I mean, some of these companies are yielding over 4 or 5%. You know how much I love dividends, and... You can't make that a uh, 10-year treasury is not even at 1% right now. So why not own some high-quality U.S. blue-chip companies that you can make 4% on dividends while you wait? I, I, I agree because we will bounce back. I do believe in the American economy and the small yeah. businesses in this country, and there's a lot of great people working for great companies that that gives me a lot of hope um and and i think that's why we all we feel strongly about investing in in stocks in in the in the u.s market um it's yeah, something right. we can we can touch and feel companies that we use every day um right so i i, I do see a, a lot of um of upside uh, after this, this is all. Yeah, true. I do too. I think you know the other thing that I, I think is so hard. We're dealing with a not not just this global uh, pandemic uh, with the COVID nineteen right now, but also oil is down to twenty dollars a barrel right now. I we haven't seen that kind of a price since uh, nineteen eighty nine uh, in oil. It's been decades, and that has put a lot of pressure on this market as well. I, mean, I, I think it is possible we'll see some dividend cuts from some really good names, and that could signal a bottom uh, in oil prices, which would help us get through this market, uh, this bear market, if oil prices started moving up. Right. Uh, where Where do you see? Uh, where do you, Where do you see in the like? What do you see in the weeks ahead? What is What is your forecast here? Yeah, I, I really do believe the volatility is here for at least another two to three weeks where we'll, we'll see some more of these days where we're up 5%, down 5%, and we're, we're going to be we're gonna be struggling to find a bottom until we get that, that peak number, you know, from Italy and from the U.S. And so I do think people can nibble at some of these stocks and, and – and not put all your money in at one point, but, you know, make some purchases. Uh, but it, it is going to be, what is today, the 27th of March. It's uh, it's going to be mid-April to late April before I think we really find a bottom here. So I would, I would just recommend people not to make any emotional decisions. 
try and think long term about your portfolio that it that it is money for retirement which can be decades long and not to make any short term you know knee-jerk reaction that can be detrimental to that portfolio yeah i do agree i i think like we said last week um try not to look at your statements for a couple of months here and next year you'll be you'll be happy um with with where things are uh in right. another year oh yeah so the next three quarters yeah the next three quarters for earnings will will be rough with the unemployment numbers and all the people out of work but i'm bullish on america long run you know i mean i do even see you know little little shoots little green shoots of positive news coming out of China. You know, today in the Wall Street Journal, they talked about Lululemon opening up uh, that Wuhan store. Um, 20 more Apple stores opened up in China this week. About 12 Starbucks reopened. So it's positive news. I, I do think we'll get through this. Thanks for that, Paul. So uh, in parting, uh Everybody that, uh, again, this is for educational purposes only. So any uh, stock advice, any, uh, any, any advice uh, that you want from us, uh, you can visit us on our, our website and uh, uh, that's www.royaloakfinancialadvisors.com um, or, or any, just if you're unsure about where you're at, we'd be happy to talk to you. Um, and uh we appreciate everything thanks paul for joining us thanks nurse laura thank you nurse laura we appreciate it and everybody stay healthy and um and and we'll see you uh next week thanks everybody thanks john john and paul are financial advisors with royal oak financial advisors in michigan a fee-only ria who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come.